Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Best Got Beat Season 2, Episode 5. My name is Luke Hatfield and I am joined once again by new Walsall correspondent, or not so new now, Liam Keane. I was going to say actually, how long am I going to be referred to as new for? How long is a new signing a new signing? I'd probably say a couple of months to be honest with you, but I don't, yeah. I, don't know if, I don't know if I really want that. How long's your probation? That's the important question. I don't think I have one, do I? I, don't, I shouldn't do. I've been here long enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose not so new now. No. You, you like a nearly new car. You know, the one which has done like maybe 100 miles and then when you bought it. it still stutters a bit going up the hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nearly new. Nearly new also report. How, how are you, mate? Um, yeah, yeah, good. It's um, It's been a good few weeks, hasn't it? It's been good, all positive. Good luck charm you are. Well, I mean, the keen of, hashtag keen effect is what I'm seeing on Twitter. <laughs> um, I'm not sure where that started, actually, because a mate of mine said it to me, but he doesn't. He didn't put it on Twitter. But then I saw people tweeting it to me, so I don't know whether it just it rolls off the tongue easily or someone actually had started it. might have been me, maybe, on the first podcast. I said it, I can't remember. Well, I'll but, tell you what, we certainly included in my tweet announcing this episode. Yes. Uh, Get in. The Keen Effect. I might, I might actually name the episode hashtag The Keen Effect? Question mark. Yeah, that'd be good actually. Yeah, right. Okay, you've said it now. You have to, I'm, I'm asking this as well actually, even though I should have asked you before we start. This is going out on the day again. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, it goes okay, out. Okay, It almost always <laughs> goes out on the day of recording. I realise I never asked you before we start, then we start, and then I have to ask you on air. So uh, it is Thursday, and it is going out on Thursday, just not to confuse anyone. It is indeed. It is indeed. Um, the weather's turned, hasn't it? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm avoiding... Ooh, bloody hell. It, it was bloody cold. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I was covering... A, a, well, you were at Leeds, weren't you? I was at Leeds, West Brom, and blimey, it was freezing. I felt for you. I was cold at the Banks, as I must admit. Yeah, the Southampton game on Tuesday, and... Uh, I'm a game to match the weather <laughs> as well. It weren't a great game. Um, I mean, what's didn't didn't play particularly badly but it just mm. wasn't, there was nothing exciting to it and it was the rain was coming down it was there was uh, something kept well I say something water kept dripping off me from above let's hope it's and water I, <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, yeah. you're not having any golden showers <laughs> there, am I? <laughs> water kept dripping on me from above and I was and where you are in the press box you're completely covered so mm. I mean the bloody stadium was falling apart <laughs> halfway through the game and uh, yeah, it were it were it was not nice. It was one of those. You, it really did feel like October, mm. and I, I I'm already thinking of some of the the fixtures. So Carlisle away in January. I think oh. I'm thinking of that to get my snow boots on. Yeah. I'm thinking. What well, Oldham on a Tuesday night in about two weeks' time? I'm joining. That's going to be a cold one. I'm 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 heading to Leighton Orient with you. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah! Oh, mate, I got some, I got some friendly company. Yeah, finally. you got some company because you guys have been completely ignoring me since I took the job. I mean, Dave had to come to the uh, the Scunthorpe game. Apart from that, well, the keen effects in full flow, mate. Yeah. So now, now you finally care about the sun. It's suddenly a big story. <laughs> uh, no, um, no, it's uh, well, of course, you know, um, we've got a number of clubs to cover. There aren't a, there aren't digital folks like me for every club. So no, you know, it's one of them. Matters, though. I'm sense I'm sense where where I'm needed, mate, and I'm needed in Leighton or in, in in however many days' How time. How long is that drive? Is it well from here? It's probably three hours of looking, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. The Express and Star expenses form will be filled in, and <laughs> uh, Martin, our, Martin Wright, our editor, will probably be looking at me saying, uh, "When are you getting a company car?" Because of the mileage I can claim. Oh, have you not? I didn't even know you had that one. No, no, no. Oh, I, I get to claim the uh, the 38 pence <laughs> a mile. <laughs> this is this might be a, a dodgy subject to go into. Now, I uh, when it comes to 
expenses. There's no messing around for me. I've already said to to Russ, the sports editor, I'm it's like a military operation with me. Mm. Even if it's two pound fifty, I'm filling that form in. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. You can't, you can't, you can't afford not to nowadays, do you? No, I mean, dear me. Um, should we talk through our, our recent games yes, since the last it. podcast? Um, and you kind of touched on the first one. We'll go, uh, we'll go back in order. So Warsaw won. Um, Southampton under twenty ones nil. EFL trophy fun. Leasing.com, check a trade. It is a dire competition. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not great. It's, it? not, it's not great. Uh, 732, I think it was. That's off the top of my head. Somewhere around there. Turning out in their masses. Yeah, yeah. well, the 732 heroes, as far as I'm concerned, to turn up in, on a mm. Tuesday night and watch that. I mean, fair play to them. Because, um, I mean, yeah, you look at the banks as they normally get sort of four, four and a half K around there. Mm. Um, so, yeah, they. Uh, and he was just—he was actually behind the dugout all along there, where all the fans were. So all the other three stands were completely empty. Yeah. Um, and it was just—you can't blame the fans for it. I, I wouldn't buy a ticket. It, I, it I blame not, every single Southampton fan that didn't turn up. To be honest with him, it's not—it's it's not the longest drive no, in the world, it, is it? From what, <laughs> from what I could tell, there were no Southampton fans aside from friends and family, which I couldn't even pinpoint where they were. I think they were somewhere mm. to my right. But no, I don't blame fans on either side for not for not turning up. Daryl Clark today at the press conference has said pretty much about as much as that that it wasn't a great game oh excuse me that's my lunch coming back up <laughs> <laughs> wasn't he, that bad a game was it <laughs> he, um, he he wasn't uh, he wasn't very pleased with the performance uh, and I have to agree with him really it wasn't mm. particularly awful I mean I've seen them play worse um but it, there was nothing particularly exciting about it either and they defended well as usual but mm. first half Southampton had a few opportunities could have finished it there was one really good chance actually This uh, he was called Device or Defice I don't know how to pronounce it Southampton lad not a Southampton <laughs> reporter mate <laughs> he was about three foot I've never I've never seen a smaller footballer in my life De- Dennis Wise style was he? <laughs> no he made Dennis Wise look like Tyson Fury oh, really? he, was, <laughs> he, was, he was a little chap um, and he he uh, he had a ball over the top at one point, was, and Roberts comes running out to, to stop it, and he dinks. Oh, I say dinks. He basically shins it over over Roberts's head and mm. goes out into the stand. But if he does better with that, they're one 0 down within about I think it's about half an hour, and it's a different game really. But apart mm. from that, Southampton didn't really do much. They had a, one or two decent players, but it was a, it wasn't a great academy from what I could tell. I don't know. I, I don't know their team very well. Whether they had players missing or not, I don't know. But mm. um, yeah, it wasn't wasn't particularly good. It was uh, pretty much as good as the, the Southampton first team. Yeah, <laughs> not great. Um, Dan Scar, not known for his attacking prowess, but um, no. he's he's the one who sealed this game. Second goal, I think, for Sadlers. I think he scored last season because he joined in January. So I think he scored one last season. I think he might have been Fleetwood. Mm. I think it's only his third goal in professional football as well. Oh, I mean, right, he's only yeah. 24, though, to be fair. And he obviously came through Stalbridge and everything as well. So he, uh, he's been immense last few weeks. Really, really good. I'm not surprised he played again because I think when you're in that kind of form, you want to you want to keep players playing. Yeah. Um, James Clark, who we'll come on to in a minute about with his, uh, his oh, goals again. Certainly will. <laughs> he uh, he was given a rest and probably rightly so. I think he's he's been excellent the last few weeks as well. But Scar's been. I think I wrote one of my previews, or no, I know what it was. It was my player rating. There we go. The, everyone loves the infamous player ratings. Oh yeah, he, big, um, big player ratings fan. <laughs> he, I think I wrote that the player from the Bradford game, Dan Scar, and the player from now or the last well. Pretty much since then, probably more come onwards. I think Scunthorpe specifically onwards. 
has been it's like another player, completely mm. different person. He's been he's been brilliant. He wins everything in the air. Um, he's a nice chap as well, if it helps. Uh, yeah, I had a yeah, chat yeah. with him a few weeks ago. But he he's a, he's a big lad. He's he's tall. He everything in the air. He, he claims he has been yeah he's been absolutely brilliant. And at a young age to come on and he's sort of it's his big chance really in in the football league. Really impressed with him. Took his goal well, mm. but uh, it was a bit of a tap in really. In all fairness. Uh, Zach Jules did really well another defender to mm. wiggle his way a bit of room and put a low cross in but uh, I think that's the story really the defenders getting all the goals and and yeah Scar's done really well I've been really impressed with him and it's nice to see uh, a young player oh, same as Jules actually coming through and doing really well there's been a nice bloke I'll just say very quickly I, I, I describe them as a young player and when they're older than me yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always make me feel a little bit weird I mean but Jules is actually he's only, he's only 21 but uh, yeah Scar's 24 so I mean if the unlikely chance of Scar listens to this I'm not trying to patronise him yeah well I mean you're making me, you're making me feel old mate um, I'm not even going to ask you how old you are 29 yeah, mm. the, the face Liam King <laughs> doesn't really doesn't really work for a real podcast, does it? But uh, uh, no, um, yeah, well, that, that says it already, doesn't it? It does, yeah. I'm the, the right, the uh, the right side of thirty from from my opinion, but it'll soon be the wrong side. Well, you, um, you and Joe Edwards have got something in common. You look about thirty years older than you are. Yeah, well, this is, you know what it is. It's the beard. It's no, the it beard. is. You're right. Yeah, um, we had this conversation last time. Yeah, yeah. Dave was in the room. Um, for anyone who's watched any recent videos, you'll see it. You'll see it against Leighton Orient. Although I might trim it before. I like, would. I think be, it's looking good at the moment. It's well, looking, I said this last time. It's the right length right now. If it gets any longer, yeah, it, yeah. it turns from oh, that's a that's a decent beard to what is that on his face. <laughs> People are gonna get and then idea. and then you get Stuart Sinclair levels. Oh, no, I love his beard. This beard, this beard is brilliant. You, people are gonna get the wrong ideas as well if I keep complimenting you on your beard. It's yeah, there, there two will weeks, be. two weeks in a row now. I'm spoken for, mate. Um, yeah, no. Um, I was gonna say, being a nice bloke as Dan Scar is, if you were if an and are in a player rating, you're like, I don't know, I have to give him a six or a seven because he's a nice guy. Does he get the seven? Uh, sometimes I are tempted to do that, but I wouldn't. No, I mean, what, how I because a lot what of people. What if he's a solid six point five? You don't know what to give seven or six because you can't give a six point five in our player ratings. Yeah, I probably would go seven at that at that point if I'm really that mm. that concerned. But that torn. It's um, yeah, it's it's a difficult one when you come to player ratings because, especially with a club like Warsaw, where they're not the players aren't on fifty sixty grand a week. Mm. They're on sort of modest. Modest, still good wages in terms of uh, as a career, but in terms respectively of, but, in, fo- in but, a footballing but, world, football very modest. Yeah, so um, I don't want to be going out there and, and just bashing them consistently. So maybe I'm a little bit more kind in the sense that mm. if it, I, I think I was just chat with Massey. If if you give someone like I don't know Kieran Gibson a, a four, he's not going to see that. He's not, and even if he does see, it, he's not going to care. He's taking home forty grand a week. Whatever, yeah, whatever yeah, he's yeah. On. Whereas it's slightly different for players of Warsaw who probably earn that in a year. So yeah, yeah, it's um, no. I, I, if I like them, I don't. I try to be fair still and try to. And, I, and a lot of people do it differently as well because people do, like my six might be someone else's five kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah. my six for me is like pretty much they're not doing anything wrong, but they're mm. not they've not been amazing. Sort of middle of the road six. Yeah, downwards obviously is as they get worse and they're up as they get better. It's how I tend to work. And mm. So. For any fans uh, in the future looking at it, so what's I mean, the highest rating you've given so far? Eight so far. An eight. I, I gave three eights against. It was either Scunthorpe or Crawley. I James Carr got one of them, didn't he? 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think it was Crawley actually. Yeah, um, oh, I can't remember. Either way, I gave yeah, I gave a few eight out. They were all to the defenders, which is unfortunate. Mm. But against Crawley, I did give an eight to Wes McDonald actually as well because he oh, right. did very well. So yeah, eight's yeah. the highest so far. It's gonna take. It, I don't think I'd ever give a ten out. I think you, nine. You don't. I don't think I ever. I don't think I ever could unless they. Unless it needs to be. It needs, I mean, I've I've had this discussion before with with Massey before, and you have to do something. I mean, if you're a striker, for example, and you net a hat trick. It's hard, and say you win three 0 In that situation, yeah, maybe I could. Yeah. If he's, what if it was a sub? I've just dropped my pen. Um, <laughs> and what if it was a sub? Comes on 80th minute, scores a hat trick to win the game three two. You two 0 down. That is a ten. Well, he comes on in the 80th minute, scores yeah. a hat trick. Scores a hat trick. Well, that's never going to happen. First but of all. what if it did? Yeah, he's only it. played ten minutes. I can't give a ten for someone who's played ten minutes. But those ten minutes were. Nah, I mean, that's a nine. That's a nine all day long. Can't believe that. If I if, <laughs> if I was reading your player ratings and I was a guy who did that, I'd be I'd be at your neck, mate. Yeah, I would well, be. So far, I've been pretty generous. I mean, I've been, the lowest I've given is five. Uh, I think Keelan Lavery got that, but he came off injured in twenty minutes. So that's that's mainly the reason why. Yeah, just, yeah I may yeah. have given it to someone else after the Bradford loss, but I can't remember now. Either way, either way, I'm, I'm I'm quite kind. I think. Yeah, you you you're quite a solid mind when it comes to player ratings, by the sounds of it. Um, last one on this on this game. Should um should Walsall treat the EFL trophy a bit more seriously? Should they take this one as one where you can legitimately get a chance at a shot at Wembley, or is it one where you think it's definitely second priority in terms of? It's definitely second priority, but they definitely should take so a bit of both. They should definitely take it seriously. I think they, I think Clark did as well. He mm. put out quite a strong side. I mean, he was he made a lot of changes. I think it was six changes, but it was still he wasn't bringing in. Wasn't kids coming? He on. wasn't. He wasn't bringing in 16, 17, 18 year olds. It was apart from Alfie Bates who started, but he's been in the first team anyway. Highly rated as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's he did actually put a strong team out considering the opposition, um, and he, he played two, two strikers again. He kept the. I mean, he, he went back to three at the back, but he still kept a formation he's been using throughout the season. And mm. and yeah, I did. I do think he didn't. He, he took it seriously, and he said after the, the Crawley game to the media that he wanted he wanted to win the Southampton game. He, and I think that's the right attitude to look at. I mean, every manager wants to win games, obviously, but mm. they will be tempted to to leave players out, rest players, and and not really bother in this kind of competition. But when you want a three-game winning run in the league to get another win and make it four, which they did do, it just continues to breed that run, that confidence. And I think he, I think he did it in the right way: play a strong team, but still mm. make changes and and come away with the win. And that's that's how it turned out. Yeah, nailed it there, didn't he? Um, Crawley 2 Walsall 3 um, I was looking at the stats Liam <laughs> Right I, th- I know um, where you're going to go with this Because I've had a look at them myself I mean having looked at them It it screams of a, of a massive smash and grab What was your view What was your view from actually being there Because I, I wasn't actually there it, it definitely wasn't that But Crawley, Crawley were probably good value For the two goals they got mm. Because Going forward, they're very they they are a dangerous team, and I think they'll do really well this season. They they've got Grego Cox on the right, mm-hmm. who was causing Jules all sorts of trouble. The uh, right back behind him, um, Sese, I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce that. He hit them two would link it up together and cause all sorts of trouble. And if they had chances in in that first half to actually to go ahead, even when they were one 0 down, to then go ahead again. So they. Had they been more clinical, it could have been a different scoreline. Really, mm. they they were very very good going forward. But they left Besley Barlow on the bench. 
He oh, scored right. seven, I think, seven goals in all competitions before the game for them. It's a bit cool. They left him on the bench. The, the reason James Clark played him right back it was because they were expecting him to play in left wing. Yeah. They left him on the bench, and as soon as he came on, you could tell him he was best player on the pitch by far. He's, yeah. Every time he gets the ball, he's 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 strong, he's quick, he's tricky on the ball, he's got a great shot on him. So um, they were lucky in the sense that he wasn't playing. But no, I, th- I thought Wattle played well. I mean, Daryl Clark said he was disappointed. To, at half time and they were 3-1 up mm. he thought they were they were sloppy and I can see where he was coming from in the sense that they were giving more chances away than they normally would do and perhaps on a different day they may they may have conceded but mm. I thought they were they were ruthless clinical and, and took their chances well and, and deserved the win overall that's it I mean because you know when you're going away from home to a place like Crawley you will kind of accept in, um, in some circumstances that you might not have the lion's share of possession you might not have the lion's share of created chances but if you create quality chances and take them mm. then it's not necessarily a smash and grab it's not like you've been under the cosh for 90 minutes and popped up with a with a dirty set piece no no definitely not I mean the the second goal was, was massive as well as the third as I'll get on to but the second goal in terms of the timing because they were they were massively under pressure at the time from Crawley mm. uh, they've sort of sprung a counter attack and some great play from uh, Gaffney into Adebayo out wide to McDonald and then back into Adebayo again and it was just a really nice link up play mm. uh, got on that goal and that goal was really really big from then onwards then they had the penalty but then within two minutes Wes McDonald scored again so um, the timings of the goals were also probably as equally as important as the goals themselves mm. uh, and the second half they just they uh, they made it, I, think, I think they made a couple of changes within five ten minutes and they set up the team to just sit back absorb pressure and almost not bother to attack yeah. they just sat back and just absorbed it all and they defended well limited the uh, Crawley to, to long range shots and and uh, that was, they scored in the 90 what 93rd minute but apart from that they didn't really get trouble too much in the second half I'll tell you they don't want to limit to long range shots James Clark <laughs> <laughs> Woo, wait that uh, yeah he's got I don't know what's happened to him. I mean, as he suddenly, it's almost like a video game when you started like up yeah. in the game sliders, isn't it? It's bizarre. I mean, he, I didn't think that it was possible for him to score a better goal than the over it kick. The over it kick was was amazing. Don't get me wrong; it was ridiculous. It was stupid. It was all of these words to describe it. Mm. But then he goes and plants a thirty-five yarder <laughs> into the top corner. And he, the way he came onto it as well, because he, he he took his touch to sort of open himself up. I'm not sure whether it's me looking at this wrong, but it almost looks to me as if he's over, he's, yeah, he's over touched it slightly. It's, it's like the shot isn't on, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's shot. It's gone so far to the right. He's almost parallel with the ball mm. as he hits it, and he just hits it back over his uh, back cut across and all the way into that top. I mean, he was ridiculous. Yeah, and I mean, I shout out to Tom from. Uh, the Warsaw, one of the Warsaw press guys, yeah. the noise he made in my ear when that goal went in, bearing in mind we were surrounded by uh, Crawley staff and fans, and he sort of half jumped about his seat and screamed in my ear because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was going, shoot, shoot, and then he took the touch. And I was like, we thought the shot wasn't on, as you said, and then he, mm. oh, mate, it was ridiculous. I mean, he, it's easy for those, to, those goals to grab the headlines because those two goals have been amazing and to have them so close together as well two weeks in a row but defensively he's been superb he's, mm. been, he's been a real leader for, the, for them um, fitted into right back easily you know he played there for Bristol Rovers under Clark mm. uh, quite a few times I think so yeah he, he slotted in seamlessly uh, as I said he was there to Mark Lubala who ended up not playing until the second half anyway so yeah he had the licence to have that shot took it well and 
if he scores any any other goals this season, it's, there's no way he's going to score a better one than that Crawley one. And if he does, there might be we might have to make put a bet on or something. I don't know. Yeah, some sort of forfeit. If he does it against Orient. <laughs> Well, I want to be there to witness one of these James James Clark worlds. Ridiculous. Well, hopefully it doesn't happen for the Salford game. Salford, sorry, not Salford. I'll explain why when we come on to that. Yeah, I think you know the reason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I tell you, I tell you what. Uh, Where's McDonald's goal? Wasn't bad either. Oh yeah, he, he was brilliant all game as well. I think uh, something that Clark said to me today is that he basically won them that game, and that's 100 percent true. The assist for the second goal, he was one on one with his uh, his defender who was backing off into the box and he just he commits players and that's what you mm. need you need someone because they haven't, they haven't really got a winger who can do that aside from him they haven't really got anyone on the right that can do that Holden's yeah. a different type of player so he he picks that ball up and he, he's doing step overs and he commits the player takes him on gets to the byline short cross in and it's a tap in for Adebayo mm. it's simple but it's so effective when you have a player when you don't have a player who does it to have a player come in and then start doing those those kind of moves because mm. he's only been coming off the bench up until the Scunthorpe game when he started so to have oh, this lunch is going up again yeah, I'm in trouble here I'm worried I'm worried for you Liam you're right people, people are going to think I'm sickened by what, the what did you eat <laughs> Greg's got a little sandwich it was Oh dear! Um, imagine if I throw up on my second podcast. Oh, don't throw up on the mic, mate. It's expensive. <laughs> it doesn't look. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> no, um, no, yeah, yeah, he was brilliant, and his goal was. Have you, did you, have you seen the video of the goal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very it was nice. Really nice finish. He cuts in, and that's something he's been working with Marcus Stewart a lot because Stewart obviously as a former striker, Premier League striker, he knows, he knows what he's doing, and um, yeah, he cuts in, and then just he curled it far corner, keeper mm. no chance, and yeah. Lovely, lovely goal. Wes has really come into his own, and I think he offers an, a new threat for the club as well, which is what they needed. You're a big FIFA player. I am, but I haven't got the new one yet. All right. Well, he certainly held right bumper. He's <laughs> one of the finesse shots. You just bend. What, what console are you on? I'm on Xbox, mate. Oh, I'm on the proper console. You, you, well, you did challenge me to a game on Twitter because I because uh, you thought that goal was a really good goal or almost goal. Sorry. Yeah, it was. It was the best almost goal of all I've ever scored. Yeah, mate. I've been playing for a long time, and I've scored a few, uh, a few world, a yeah. few James Clark esque. Goals in my time. Get out of here, mate. You wouldn't score them against me. Um, I am getting the game soon. All oh, right, okay. I can't <laughs> I wait. I'll wait until I get paid. <laughs> cannot wait. Cannot wait until I play. All right, okay. Um, last one. Warsaw won to come for nil all the way back then. Um, it seems like forever ago. Um, mm. James Clark with an, another worldie. Uh, and this one, an overhead kick. And it, the game was dying a death a little bit as well. It was, he had nil nil written all over it. Warsaw defended really really well and that's where the most of the, the good ratings came from they defended excellently um, mm. Clark Scar Jules a, a lot of them a little as well had, had a good game so they all played really really well and that was pretty much the story of the whole game two defences who were playing pretty well mm. going forward neither team was, was doing that much first half Scunthorpe probably had the better of the chances going forward edged it very 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 slightly but overall I think Walter were probably the better side in terms of they controlled the game much better yeah um, and then just to have a goal like that I mean I as I said Tom screamed for the Clark goal at uh, <laughs> at, at uh, Crawley I sort of half screamed with the uh, the Scunthorpe one I mean I, yeah. tried, I don't know if Dave's told you he was sat next to me and I was I was buzzing for like a good half an hour after the goal I can imagine I was like I was like trying to type and I was like oh what goal what goal <laughs> I kept turning to Dave and going oh did you see that what a goal <laughs> I was buzzing I was loving it it was uh, yeah it was a great finish it was, it was up there well, it probably was one of the best goals I've seen in the flesh mm. up until the, scum, the Crawley one sorry that was probably that probably 
overtakes it. And he's still and, only got an eight in the player ratings, can you believe it? <laughs> I thought an eight was quite fair. They, they did concede two goals, in all fairness. Oh, not against Gunfort, they didn't. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but no, yeah, they really they they needed that win as well because mm. I, I think I said uh, after the Morecambe win, you get four points in them two games, you're pretty happy. Six points is obviously great, but to get nine from three, then pick up the cup win as well, it's way more than I think any fan probably expected, and mm. they've hit a bit of a purple patch, obviously because of the Keen effect. Oh, obviously, yeah, that's the, the only reason. It's, it's nothing the players or the manager would do. It's obviously, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think that you know they've finally found like you know they said they've, they've hit this purple patch, hit a vein of form? Do you reckon that's come from getting that win? Yeah, that they need. Well, they needed the Morecambe win big time. That felt like a huge game before the game started. Because no offense to Morecambe, but they are not a good side, mm. <laughs> and um, they they needed. Uh, they really did need that win, but. The way they've done it is that they've, they've been very, very scrappy up until the Crawley one, and I thought they were much more ruthless and much more clinical in that game. So it is the tide is, is turning in that sense, and it's easy for me and fans to get sort of really excited and a bit over the top about it, but um, which which I probably do a little bit at times, mm-hmm. in all fairness. Um, but I agree when with the Clark comes out with these, Daryl Clark, that is, comes out with these quotes all the time about we're not getting carried away, you're taking it one game, next, next game, next project. Uh, and I'm, I'm I'm trying to emulate that a little bit when, yeah. in, in terms of the reporting because it can easily turn. I mean, it could be they could lose three on the trot yeah, for yeah. now, and and then the fans are thinking the same as they were before the Morgan game again. So they have to just try and be as consistent as they possibly can. They're, not, they're obviously going to lose games and draw games. They're not going to win every game between now and the end of the season. Mm. But if they do, I, I should be getting promoted. But um, <sighs> they. Uh, they are going to lose games they are going to draw games but if they can try and build on these three wins and you look towards maybe four points in the next two three points in the next two something like that and steadily mm. build, the, build the points up that's where that's where the success will come from obviously if they carry on winning every game that's also that's also pretty good yeah yeah, yeah. then, then, then <laughs> but we realistically, can yeah. we can start getting caught up in it all yeah exactly um, a quick uh, quick segment hit and miss uh, first hit Corey Roberts Great to see him back on the pitch. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, it's I've, there's a if everyone keeps an eye out for tomorrow, there's a, a really really good interview that I'm putting out tomorrow online and and in print, Express and Star. It's he really opened up after that game. He only mm. came, he only came out for okay, well, came on rather for two minutes if if that. Um, but the reception from those 700 fans was really really amazing actually, considering the how few there were of them. Mm. Um, and to get him on the field after that, I mean, obviously I wasn't here at the time, but I've gone back and had a look at everything that had happened at the time, and it, it was a horrible injury. Oh, it's grim. Yeah, I mean, to do his tibia and his fibula in the same leg and at the same time, it's yeah, absolutely a, a worst nightmare for a footballer, which is something Brian Dutton said after that game because he, he did the media media interviews after the game. So mm. yeah, he look out for that interview tomorrow because he he really opened up about it, and he that's the first time I've met him as well. He's um, quite a shy. Mm. Quite a shy guy, actually. He um, he wasn't very comfortable doing interviews. He he was a bit so we sort of made him as comfortable as we possibly could. But fortunately, in terms of for us journalism wise, but also I think for him and the fans, he got a chance to get things off his chest a bit, and he yeah. he really did open up in terms of talking about. I won't give too much away, but seeing the same four walls in the gym every day trying to put every rep in to come back and come mm. back stronger and things like that so and at a young age as well it's it's a testament to him for what he did so yeah really really good to see him back and from what I've heard from the fans and from Massey as well he's he's a good player he's 
if if he can force his way into the into the sub into the squad, sorry, will do will do really well. And I think he probably suits a a five at the back in terms of the way I look at him in terms of stature wise and everything mm. like that. He's not quite as big as the other centre halves, but I mean that's that's me saying that. That's really seen him play yet. So um, he wants to break into the first team, back into the squad. I'm sure he will. It's, yeah, it's good to have him back. Yeah, fingers crossed he can do. Um, nice bloke as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. out there. Yeah, nice nice kid. Um, one miss. Wait, goals from the strikers. Yeah, they're still st- not completely still picking, is it? That's that's where the issue lies. Hundred percent. That is that is hundred percent where the issue lies. I was just writing the preview and everything today uh, before he came in here, and it's that is and Clark knows that. Before mm. that it's, it's obvious. It's I mean, a blind man could see it. It's it's in front of you. Yeah. It's that's what they need to fix. And the Adebayo goal and the, and the Wes McDonald goal will help with that because they needed that. I think Wes's first in professional football. Adebayo's first for the club, so they they needed those goals. But Gaffney, Gordon, uh, Gaffney obviously can't play against Salford as his parent club, but mm. they they both need to really do need to take their chance now. Gaffney, I think, is offering more to the game at the moment than Gordon is, but Gordon's got the right attributes to get the goals, and he had mm. a golden chance against Southampton. He um, the, la- the last man for Southampton was on the ball. He, mm. he just comes at the side of him and taps the ball through his legs, and he's through on goal. Yeah. He runs through on goal. All he's got to do is just curl it around the keeper or do something. I know it's easier to say than 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 do. I mean, obviously, there's a reason he's on the pitch, and I'm not. So it's easier for me to say that. Yeah, but he yeah. he just he plays it low, and it just goes straight at straight at the keeper, and mm. just quite easily saves it. So if he gets a goal there, you you think, oh, this is where he could turn around for a minute, and. From what I could tell from last season, he didn't score a bunch then either, so he does really need to kick on. Mm. It is clicking, it's getting there, but that's what, what I mean by not getting carried away because it's not it's not 100% there yet. And hopefully, well, hopefully, it won't be long. The keen effect will keep getting these results. I'm yeah. going to come back to that every single question. Now. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've got a feeling you will do. God forbid they win this weekend. Um, another hit. Uh, we've kind of touched on him a fair bit already, but James Clark has just been putting in some superb performances going forward yeah. and backwards. Yeah, both. Yeah, he's been absolutely brilliant. He is a, he's a real, real leader. Um, having interviewed him a couple of weeks ago as well, he's smart, smart guy, professional, uh, experienced, and what the club needed, I think, coming down, mm. having such a massive overhaul of players. He's the kind of player they needed coming down from uh, coming down from League One. So. Uh, and he, he's joined alongside by a lot of experienced heads as well in Matt Sadler and Gary Little as well. So I think um, yeah he's been he's been brilliant and he's making players around him better, mm. which I think is testament to the players that, that are obviously improving. But I, I really do think that he is the, he's the key to that. I think he he's got a calming presence at the back. Yeah. Um, he's got he's good on the ball. He's he's not slow. He's he's good in the air. He's got everything you need at this level to do well. And yeah, he's um, he, he's really pushing the team on. Fair play to him. Yeah, he's fair play. Impressed. Um, the last miss, um, James Hardy. He's not really finding too much time on the pitch, is he? But he's one which I think a lot of people are excited to see. And you know, when I've been down to Warsaw, they've wanted to see him on the pitch. And so far, I've not really heard of anyone trying to clamouring for him to get on the pitch. Really, mm. I, I don't know whether that's through his fault or through the fault of. Um, or the, rather than the players on the pitch are playing well, I don't know, but yeah. I'm trying to think now from memory, and this isn't this isn't anything against him, but I don't think he's played a minute since I've been at the club. Mm. I don't think he's come on. I think he was he almost came on against Scunthorpe, and I think they changed their mind and brought another sub on. Yeah. I may be wrong with that, but either way, he hasn't started a game, and he certainly hasn't played many minutes at all. So I've I can't in terms of how he 
place. I can't really comment that much because yeah. I've, I've literally just not seen him on the pitch. Um, and it's it's getting the reason is because of the game management that they the management at the club and the and the players have had to employ mm. it, to the point where they want to bring players on in, in pretty much all of the, the games I've been covering. It's got to the point where other subs make sense, i.e., yeah. taking a attacker off, bringing a defender on, and seeing the game out. Those kind of substitutions, mm. they they they're the ones that have made sense. Um, you'd perhaps like to have seen him play against Southampton, and mm. didn't happen there for him either. So, yeah, it's a shame for him personally. Uh, it'd be nice to see him get a few minutes because I I, I want to see what he can do as well. And mm. um, at the moment, it just seems he's consistently on the bench. He's just consistently not playing at the same time. So, yeah, I'm sure his chance will come. Yeah, um, and the last hit, Daryl Clark. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people look at you know some of the goals that we're sort of scoring, and but at the end of the day, he's had faith in the system that he's been playing and the players that he's been playing, and it's it's coming good for him. Yeah, and he yeah he has faith in what he in what he does, but he's also flexible in the sense that he'll if something's not working, he'll mix it up. It's a, a conversation I had with him today, actually mm. specifically about that flexibility, and he um, yeah he's not afraid to do that. Uh, I think. He's what the club needed in the sense that he he, sta- he gives he brings his own authority and he brings his own vision how he wants to play etc. And he's not he's not afraid to I say rub people up the wrong way. He's probably not the best way of putting it, but he's not afraid to say what he thinks, do the, do what he thinks is right, and mm. and I suppose not not take any prisoners really. I mean, he, he can be polarizing in the sense that some people might not. He's, he's a big character. Some people might not going to get on with him in that sense. Um, but he's he's been good for the football club so far. I mean, the results didn't go well, but at previous clubs he's started slowly at other clubs as well. Whether that's a fault through his own or just the fact of getting players on the pitch to get to know each other and a system, etc. But mm. uh, yeah, it's coming good so far. The fans love him, from what I can yeah. tell, and and it's uh, fair play to the fans in the sense that when it was going badly, the fans were still behind him. They were still they knew they they had a feeling it would turn around. Um, and yeah, I think he's he's done a really good job. Um, and long may it continue and playoffs beckoning huh. I'm getting a bit ahead of myself maybe slightly um, let's go on to questions from the listeners Miles Drake asks the first one um, which is three questions in one essentially right, throw them at me what is our best 11 who will be the top scorer and will the defence score more this year than the attack right top scorer I'm going to go Adebayo okay uh, I think he's got all the attributes to at this level 100% I think he, he's, he's big holds the ball well he's really good on the ball with his feet strong fast he can finish while well. he's got a shot on him so once he and also having Wes McDonald something I didn't, I didn't point on actually uh, touch on rather is having him on the wing mm. gives Adebayo the opportunity to stay more central and get in the box rather than yeah. coming out wide and trying to get the ball and trying to make something happen he can let Wes do that link up with Wes playing those one one two balls and then get in the box which is exactly what happened for the goal against Crawley so he'll mm. be my top scorer uh, oh, defence well, uh, I think it's unlikely the defence is going to score more goals than the attack yeah, yeah. if that happens in the season you'd be shocked you really would but mm. I mean at the moment they have that's, that's statistically that's a fact isn't it but, yeah so no you'd say no but <laughs> let's hope not because otherwise uh, and the 11 right let's run through this quickly so Roberts yeah um, I'll go 4-4-2 at the moment um, based on I've not seen Pring play and obviously he's injured at the moment mm. but from what I can, I can tell he's actually pretty pretty good player but I've not seen him play so I'll stick with 4-4-2 and I may change my mind later in the season but mm. um, I'd say probably Cameron Norman right back I know he's not been in the 
team as much, but I do. I quite. I saw. You, I thought he played well against Southampton. Mm. Um, there's nothing against Gary Little because I, even though I didn't think he played particularly well when he when I first came into the job, I thought he's improved quite a lot. So I'll go with Norman, uh, and I think also Cameron. It shows more going forward, I think, as well, which helps. Yeah. Um, Scar and Clark centre half. Jules left back. On the right, you'd have to go with Holden, even though he's not. He's not really setting the world a lot at the moment. Mm. Hopefully, it will come. Uh, Guthrie and Sinclair. Yeah. Uh, and then on the left, Wes McDonald, and then Adebayo and Gaffney up top at the oh, moment. Okay. Um, that's the best eleven, I think, at the moment. Interesting. John Chambers. Uh, I asked Joseph Massey-Star <laughs> the same before he jumped ship. But which hotel will you be staying in for the playoff final? The Hilton's wow. not bad, you know. Right by the ground, but right by Wembley. Uh, I, I know which hotel you mean, actually. Yeah, because yeah. I've walked, walked past it before. Yeah, I I'm not gonna even if I well, obviously I don't know because we're not there yet. But even if I do know, I will not be putting that on Twitter. <laughs> I will not be putting that on a podcast because someone might find out my room and yeah, start, start banging on Liam. Yeah, I mean, door. obviously I'm such a celebrity around uh, the banks as now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to answer are. your question from last week, I still haven't been stopped by anyone. Still, still no one. <laughs> no, it won't happen for a while. I don't, I don't, Someone stop I'm him. Not, I'm not particularly interested. If anyone wants to say hello to be nice, go for it. If you're going to say your player ends are rubbish, don't bother. No, it's definitely stop him. <laughs> uh, Russell asks if Wolves were playing Warsaw in the FA Cup, who would you be cheering for? Ah, I saw this question and I've not at all completely rehearsed an answer. <laughs> it's gonna, I'm, I'm winking at the moment if anyone wants to yeah. know. Um, Genuinely, and this the people might not believe this, but I genuinely would want Warsaw to win it. The reason being, uh, I know I'm a Wolves fan, but I want the team I'm reporting on to do well. Mm. Uh, it's no use to me. I keep I keep kicking the table. Sorry about that. That's all right. Don't it's worry. No, it's no use to me them doing badly. I don't want to be writing negative pieces about them playing poorly. So I want them to do well, and for a club like Warsaw to beat. Premier League team and, and go through in the FA Cup I'd love an underdog, underdog story so yeah mm. I think it'd be great and especially if it's to get them into a round where they could be playing even even better Premier League sides with talking sort of third fourth round onto mm. onto possibly quarters and that so yeah Walsall all the way up wouldn't, Sandlers wouldn't be a bad run that would it no not at all uh, Craig Hollyhead when are you going to change a photo your, <laughs> your photo to something less serious uh, I, I've been thinking about it actually recently t- to try and get one of our photographers to take a little snap of me in the press box or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. But uh, well, that bothers. I think uh, Derry Bish, the deputy editor here, the deputy sports editor, he said oh, I was uh, smouldering in one of the. Is that the word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the smouldering. Word. Yeah, in one of the, in, in the picture. So I, yeah, I'll take that. I think it looks all right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, and then Russell asks again: Have you put a spider trap system in your bedroom? <laughs> Uh, I'm not. It's honestly, to the day it happened, to the day I said the podcast, to, to now, I still consistently every night I've been checking pillows, mm. and, and I'm constantly looking up up above me behind my bedboard and everything. I'm I'm terrified of them. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I've I've had a spider coming across the living room the past couple of days, but I dealt with him in a human way. A friend of mine kill had a lizard. <laughs> A lizard? A lizard in his house. <laughs> what? Genuinely. Where does he live? Abu Dhabi? Um, he doesn't live too far from me. Um, uh, <laughs> are you, you, you going to say what that is? <laughs> around the Cheswick Green area. Um, but, uh, yeah, he was. He posted on Instagram 
um, a friend of mine. No way. A lizard. How big a lizard? Are we talking like a little... It was very small. It looked like a gecko. I thought it was a gecko at first when he posted it. And I, I, I said to him, what, are you keeping it as a pet or something? And he was like, no, it came in. So how um, big in terms of like inches are we but, talking? So... <laughs> It's <laughs> an interesting question from you, Liam. Let's say it, like it was probably about three or four inches long. <laughs> but oh, this God, is going to get even better. It can, <laughs> they can grow to 25 centimetres. I'm actually crying. Um, oh, God. It was a common lizard which can grow to 25 centimetres long, which is why he got rid of it. Um, so, yeah, it was. It was um, uh, interesting. I didn't even know we had lizards in this country. Me neither. Me neither. I've never encountered this kind That's of thing bizarre. before. I've had like um, like frogs in the garden and stuff now and then, <laughs> but a lizard. I mean, that's oh, that is funny. It's pretty. It's pretty strange. Um, Lee Reynolds asks: uh, January transfer window is not normally very interesting for Walsall. Could this one be pivotal? Pivotal for the club? Um, and if so, could you see several players departing? In which case. Who would maybe be leaving, and how many players do you think would come in, and in what position? Right, there's it's a lot. lot there's, there's a, a lot, lot, lot there. there. A lot to digest. Lee's a Lee's a good bloke. He, he tweets me. He tweets me quite often. Uh, hello, Lee. Shout out to Lee. Shout out Lee Reynolds. Um, right. Interesting. He's got an interesting at Lee Rain four six triple five four six seven. Well, he from his picture, you can tell he's obviously a, a dad, and that is a dad's. Handle. That's a dad handle. That's, that's a parent handle. That's no offense to Lee, but that is the kind of handle my dad has. Actually, if you want to get my dad's Twitter up, you can because he has no picture. Oh, um, he's an egg, is he? He's, well, they don't have an egg anymore. It's uh, John Keane. I, I don't know. I don't know if it will come up. John Keane. Do a space in between. There's a H in it. No, no, there's not. No. Uh, no H. Just. Oh no, 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 there is. No, sorry. Oh, right, okay. I, didn't, I didn't know what you meant then. <laughs> Uh, he's not coming up. But anyway, he's uh, he's he, he's just like the silhouette of a head now, isn't it? They don't, oh yeah, they don't yeah. Use yeah. The, egg the, the eggs are gone. Yeah. He, uh, I think I do follow him. I might have unfollowed him because he's that is a kind of that is a dad handle. I think my dad followed like five people, like mm. me, Tim Spears, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and like the Chicago Bears or something ridiculous like that. Oh right. Okay. Um, no, right. Let me. Let's actually go back to the question. I'll tackle it a bit by bit. So, in terms of how many players, if uh, I would say you're probably looking at a standard maybe two to three. Three mm. might be a bit generous, but I think they probably do need a couple. Uh, I don't imagine they'd bring any strikers in unless they decided to sell any mm. of them, which, from what I could tell, they're quite happy with the four they've got um, in between injuries, of course. Mm. So I think, personally, I think they have to bring a winger in. Yeah. Um, particularly someone to either rival Wes or to play on the opposite flank to Wes someone who's going to offer something similar to what he does because I think Holden's a good player the talent's there but he's not I'm not sure whether he's suited to the right wing mm. and he's he, yeah he's not he's not been able to create anything and get on the ball as much as he'd like to so I think um, yeah I think wing they, they need to bring someone in and Perhaps he maybe even perhaps even two wingers if I'm if I'm being honest. I don't really think there's any. I don't think defensively they need to bring anyone mm. in. Goalkeeper wise, they don't need to. Centre of the park, I don't think they need to. I think if they've got Guthrie and Sinclair starting with Kinsella and Bates to come in when they need to, yeah. Gary Little can play in the middle as well. They've got cover there, I think, and and striker. I don't think they would buy anyone unless they sold one of them. They've got four as it is, and they played two, so I don't think they would. Mm. So yeah, I think um, I think you're probably looking at the wings where they will improve. What was the other? part of that question that I've missed um, could you see several players departing 
so this is something Clark's mentioned actually. He is he, not in the sense that that's definitely going to happen, but in the sense that he's using these months up until the window to analyse the players that perhaps don't fit into the squad. Yeah, and I don't think he's afraid to ship some people out if he needs to. But if he does do that, they're going to have to bring people in because the squad's not a very big squad as it is. So yeah, if they yeah. do, if any go out, they're going to want to bring them in and and probably keep a similar number, if anything, add one or two onto the number they've got. Mm. Robert Dern, what's the update on Adam Chambers? Is he still about at the club or has he fully moved on? Also, can we expect to see Corey Roberts pushing for a starting place anytime soon? Shout out to Robert, he's one of the saddest social lads. He's indeed. Yes, he certainly is. Um, in terms of Adam Chambers, I have got absolutely no update and I'm sorry to be useless, but something I'll have to chase, I've got no idea. Mm. So I'll have to cut that one <laughs> Cut that one at, uh, off at the stem. But with Corey... Um, I think it's a bit of a. It would be a bit rushed to throw him into the style. Oh, then. big time! Yeah, hundred percent. He needs he needs match fitness. He needs to play reserve games. Uh, he needs to come come in and play sort of sixty minutes here and there, and maybe in some of the other cup fixtures as well. Mm. So, if you look towards uh, the Forest Green fixture in the EFL Trophy, off the top of my head, I can't remember how far away that is. But if you look towards that as a potential mm. start and get himself forty five minutes to sixty minutes on the pitch. That could be a game to see him start again. So, um, yeah, he won't come straight back in, but he's, from what I can tell, well, I say from what I can tell in his own words from the interview, he's he wants to push someone out of the team he wants to get back in mm. and he wants to play. So, um, yeah, all power to him. It's good to have that competition. Good luck to him. Uh, and last one comes from Nick Etheridge. Did you guys have any kind of initiation when joining the sports team? <laughs> Like, you know, you see new signings having to sing. I reckon Luke loves a bit of karaoke. I can categorically tell you I hate karaoke. I, I'll be up for karaoke. I detest karaoke. I like it. Um, I've got a good voice. I've got a dreadful voice. <laughs> uh, which is odd considering that I front three podcasts. Um, yeah, that's true, yeah. But uh, yeah, my singing voice, it's not great. Um, and to be honest, my dad used to love going to karaoke. Whenever we go abroad, we'd always go into like Tenerife and he'd get. He'd get up and he'd st- start singing some Sinatra, and I couldn't Benidorm. bear it. <laughs> and um, I just—it's one thing which I've really always disliked. I'd rather like—I'd much sooner just get absolutely tanked <laughs> on cocktails. I was about to say, yeah, cheap. Oh no, forget the cocktails, man. They're all juice. I need something stronger. Nah, but this is a good thing about cocktails. Um, I feel that they're acquired taste. The older you get, they've got—they've got plenty of alcohol in them. They're better for you than a beer. That's true. Um, no, they and taste, they taste better. No, they do taste nice. Yeah, I'll give you that. But I don't. I don't seem to ever get to, to the normal keen levels of intoxicated. When I drink you need. Cocktails. You need. You're not drinking the right cocktails, mate. You ever had a Long Island iced tea? <laughs> I have actually. That 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 thing is absolutely rinsed without. <laughs> that alcohol. hits you like a, a bloody train, mate. <laughs> no, 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 I don't want. has got a lot of alcohol in it. No. Uh, shout out to Nick, by the way. He's one of the other southern social lads. Yep. Um, we should do an initiation. I'll be up for it, but as long as it involves alcohol, because I used to play in the rugby team at uni, so I can down, oh, down When I was at uni, I was part of the basketball team. Uh, I saw the rugby lads had a bit of a feud. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, we didn't really get on too uh, well. They, I mean, they, you hear that often, but I'm, it's a load of rubbish. Why are you feuding with other people from your uni? It's silly. I don't know, it's, I just it's used, a strange one. I used to stand in the corner and everyone else used to have a scrap, and I used to be at the bar. I'm not a scrapper no. on a night out. I'm, I'm one of them people who tries to separate fights. <laughs> Um, I'm usually I'm usually just sat in the corner throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make it out after pre-drinks. Uh, no, we should do some sort of initiation. That sounds good to me. Um, as long as it involves alcohol, i.e., the hog's head, let's get let's get beers in. I'm well up for that, mate. I'm, I'm well up for that. But if you're gonna make me sing, I need to have a few more points. 
Oh well, I won't make you sing because I'm not. I'm not a big, as I said, karaoke. Well, I'm happy to do karaoke. I think. Um, oh, what can I sing? I'm, oh, I'll do a bit of Eminem. Eminem. I'd love to. I'd love to see your version of Eminem. Without me. Oh, without me is a good shout. <laughs> I'm thinking true. real slim shady. Oh well, that'll work. That'll work. Either way, it would be. I tell you what, I'd, I'd have to capture that on video. Yeah, that's fine. I'm doing sick on Twitter. I'll do a bit of two pack as well. Two pack, oh, right, okay. Whatever you want, I'll just. I'll, Throw, uh, spit some bars as they as the kids say. I just had pictured in my head you singing when we ride on our enemies. <laughs> that that would be interesting. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. Are you ready for a little quiz before we it. talk? Um, Warsaw Salford. Yeah. Right. I'm going to get zero, but let's go. It's well. It's 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 a tricky one to be fair, uh, and it's not really it's not really Warsaw based either. It's more. Oh, well, that's that's helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone <laughs> listening will love this. Um, it's a class of '92 quiz. So okay. obviously, playing Salford, playing Salford. That's quite a good idea. I might right. do it right. What I've got is I've got players who are playing in the ninety-two, ninety-three season, uh, and I'm basically going to ask you if they're still involved with a football club of any kind. Okay. Well, I wasn't born until ninety-six, so whether this. So you're in trouble. So, so whether this. Uh, I didn't think about this. I didn't think about this. Um, they're all players you'll know, though. Um, I don't think there's one here you wouldn't. There's maybe one, but. So the first one, um, oh, by the way, you get a bonus point if you tell me the club they're playing for in 92, okay. 93. Oh, okay, that's fine. Okay, first, one's, just... first one's pretty easy in terms of the club. Mark Bosnich. Is <laughs> it too easy? So you don't know who Mark Bosnich is? You don't know who Mark Bosnich <laughs> is? Mark that Bosnich. Is. Aston Villa goalkeeper, Mark Bosnich. I don't care about Villa. I mean, oh, let's cut that out and don't forget. <laughs> no, that's staying in, mate. I no, 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 I said this last week. I, I don't mind Villa now because I'm not that bothered about rivalries, really. But in terms of. You didn't I, mean I, it in a bad way. I don't know, I don't know my, my Villa players particularly. All right, right, okay. Mark Bosnich was a goalkeeper for Aston Villa in 1993, so I've given you that one. Okay. Right. So he's. Is he still involved in a football club or not? Yeah, he's a, he's a coach at Coventry City. No, no, he's not. <laughs> I just guessed. For the record, he does work for Fox Sports Australia. <laughs> How on um, earth was I meant to get that? No, I'm not asking you whether. I'm not asking you the job they're currently at. I'm just asking whether oh, they work for a football is, is club. Is he? Is he with a football club then? Or? No, 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 he's, he's not. not. No, no, no. He, does, he does punditry work. Good start. That. <laughs> That's a great start. I don't know who he is. All right, okay. This one you'll know. Steve Clark. Yes, I do know Steve. Clark. Do you know what club he was playing for? Ninety two, ninety three. It's in the Premier League. There are only Premier League clubs. Um, I don't know. Let's just have a punt. Leeds, Chelsea. Okay. Is he still involved in football? Yeah, he's the Scotland manager. He, he is indeed. Yeah. Oh, yes. I was worried then for a second. I was thinking about Gordon Strachan, but no, no, he got sat in there. Okay, yeah, he did. Steve Clark came in. Um, yeah, so one <coughs> one point there, mate. Phew. Steve Bold. Arsenal. Yes, in, he in, did. In '92. He did. He did play. Get in. Is he still involved in football? No. Yes, he is. Oh. He's the head coach of the Arsenal under twenty threes. Oh, I should have known that because I know he was like, he was assistant to well, one of the coaches anyway for Arsenal, wasn't he? And then, yeah, he was. He was. The, I think he was the defensive coach for Arsenal yeah, Wenger right, at one was, point. Yeah. Um, Nicky Barmby. Remember him? I do. Did he play with Reading? That he may have at one point, but he wasn't in ninety two, ninety three. Okay, that wasn't my guess. <laughs> uh. I'm still amazed you didn't know who Mark Bosnich was. I don't really know much about Nicky Barnby, I'm just honest with you. I don't know, Man United in 92, 93. Buzz. I knew it was a I knew it was a decent team, I just couldn't really think of it was. Is he still in football? Yeah, he's the uh No he's not. 
Don't let me. <laughs> he's not. No, he's not. I just love the way you were gonna. Go on, go on. I was just gonna say go, what you were gonna I was say. Just gonna throw out a random team. Go on. I was gonna say he's the academy coach at Reading. You're kind of close. He is still in football. He's coaching uh, Barton Town old boys under 14s. Oh, this is actually going so bad. I'm not. I was not born until '96, and my football knowledge is actually. It makes me look like my football knowledge is awful. It's really no, not. no, no. You're doing. You've done well, mate. You've got three right here. Have I? Well, you said he was involved in football. I'll take your first answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll take that. I'm a nice guy. Phew. Uh, Dion Dublin. Hands under the hammer. <laughs> was it right? Hey, first question. What club was he playing for, 1993? Was it Villa? No. Oh. Man United. Oh. See, I've got my years. Got that was a years. trick question. Is he still involved in football for a club? He, I know he does punditry. I know he just hands under the hammer. For a club, I'm going to say no. You're right. You're right. He does Holmes under Hannah, has, has done since 2015. Um, That's bizarre, isn't it? He also, by the way, you might not know this, probably do, he invented a musical instrument. Okay, I didn't know this. It's yeah, called I... the Dube. <laughs> what? Yeah, the Dube. D-U-B-E. I, I met... What's it like? Funny enough, I met Dion Dublin, and it wasn't in this job, it was when I was working at Nando's. Nando's <laughs> Soliel. He came in, had a chat with him. This was the year that Villa went down. It was literally, Villa had won their first game versus Bournemouth uh, and the listeners know I'm a Villa fan so I'll be very brief um, said to him how do you think Villa will get on this year he'll be like, yeah we'll be fine oh no we went down bottom of the table but he's a nice guy do you, do you get money off Fernandez? Um <laughs> to this day I can't I don't And well it depends who's working because if I rock up to my old Nando's and they recognise me, I might not 10% off, 15%. Well, well, that's where we can go for a little, uh, go Solio, go Nando's. The night out in Solio is poor. <laughs> yeah, I just want food now. They've got, right, they've got, they've got two clubs. One of them's a Revs, which I'm not completely sold on. Oh, I um, mm, uh, The other one's Pop World. <laughs> yes, <laughs> me and Judah in Pop World, let's go. Judah would be well up there, yeah, by the way, he lives in Dorridge. Well, um, I, went, I went to Pop World not long ago in York. Did you? Yeah, I was at the York races and and the night before we went out for my mate's birthday and we yeah we went to Pop World. It was a good night. Um, decent. I'm still recovering from the uh, the staff night out we had um, a couple, uh, couple weeks ago. Yeah, well I snobs. I I had to go there, didn't I? I only I wasn't there for half of it because you I just rocked up to Hogshead and then departed. You like, did. Well, yeah, the reason being I was doing a five star hotel review in London, so I was living it up. Unacceptable. The room was nine hundred quid a night. Nine hundred pound a night. <laughs> yeah. Christ almighty. I got a free massage and everything. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's, that's another story for another day. Martin Wright, editor, listening on the uh, bloody expenses. I wrote, I wrote a good uh, review there. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you did. Bloody hell. Writing it whilst you were getting the massage, did you? Oh, the company didn't pay for it, so right. The hotel took the bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, next one, Gary McAllister. There's only two more. Gary McAllister. I know who he is, but I just... Do you know what club he's playing for in 1993? Liverpool. Leeds. Uh, Leeds. Did he even play for Liverpool? I think he did. Didn't yeah, he did back yeah, in the day. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he did. Um, is he still involved in football? I'm sure he is. Let's go. Yeah. Give me a guess of what he does. <laughs> Come on. He's the um, the Leeds assistant manager. He's Rangers assistant <laughs> manager. Oh, I sh- actually, assistant I didn't know that. I actually knew Gerard. that as well. Oh no, I knew that. Um, and last one, uh, Teddy Sheringham. Oh, good old Teddy. Um, what team was he playing for? Ninety-two, ninety-three. He wasn't at Man United by then. So he was at Spurs. He was indeed. Oh, get is, in. Is he still working for a club? He's at Spurs. No, he's not. He's without a club. Oh. He was last known managing in India. <laughs> wow. I'm not lying. 
That, that yeah, I didn't. When you said class of '92, um, I can see where you went with it. I thought it was going to be specifically on no, the no, Neville's, no, no, no. Scalzi, the, them lot. No, there's people know too much about them. That's what that's what I thought I'd do right. Yeah, it would have been a, it would have been a dreadful quiz. It would have been right answer after right answer. I thought that one went all right to be honest. Yeah, I did okay. I mean, I showed my age a little bit. Bozza wouldn't be happy. I still don't even know what name what name he gave me. Mark Bosnich, man. Oh, Walsall fans! If you see this guy about, give him some stick. Christ, they don't really care. Oh, they might do. Uh, not, not interested. Oh. Move on, Mark. <laughs> Your old news. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Walsall versus Salford. Um, are you hoping to see Gary or Phil about? Or well, I won't be seeing anyone about. Sadly. Oh yeah, this forgot, is, uh, I forgot your uh, your bunking off, ain't you? This is my it's my opportunity. I'm gonna I'll stick a tweet out the second I get out of this room, so people people will see it already. But uh, yeah, I'm actually missing the game. Go on, give us a reason. Uh, before I took the job, I was a... How convenient. <laughs> when I was a news reporter, I booked a holiday to Berlin. Berlin? I've just been to Which Berlin. Which you were myself. there the other week, yeah, weren't yeah, yeah. you? Yeah. Very, so, very nice. To me and my girlfriend are going to be there for the weekend, uh, sinking many German steins. I'm hoping it won't be in a £900 a night hotel room. <laughs> well, certainly not, no. It's uh, <laughs> out of a lot cheaper than that. We, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm over there for the weekend. Um sadly missing the game but I can confirm the rest of the holidays I've taken between now and the end of the year when I had to use up my time I've done it around the games because that's how much I care about the Sutherland's fans oh look just, at that just putting it out there the commitment I know I, I mean, know, is, I know. is I mean it's questionable at best <laughs> uh, no, no, I don't want to miss any games I, I, I hate it when I'm if I miss a game and I'm, within mm. what three weeks of the job I'm missing one already will you be keeping track of the game at least? I certainly will I'll be doing my Rounds of the tourist attractions in Berlin, all the historical events, as I said, sinking the pints, and I'll have my phone on me, I'll keep an eye. So uh, I'll be active on Twitter, I'm sure, keeping an eye on it. So we, we do have a freelancer. We do. He's looking after it. Um, do you know his name? I do know his name, but I'm not sure whether to mention his name, because... It's I'm, an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah. I haven't, I haven't thought about this. Yeah. There will be a live stream, I think. He did give me a sort of a wink to maybe just wait until the day when they see his Twitter kind of thing. All oh, right, okay. So I'll just I'll leave it at that. But Yet to be confirmed. Let's be confirmed. We do have a freelancer. You'll, I'm sure you'll see it over Twitter. Everyone's everyone's going to be thinking it's like some <laughs> bloody Warsaw legend now. No, no, yeah. It's not. He's not a Warsaw legend. He's a, he's a, good, he's a good player, though. He's good, he's, uh, he knows what he's doing. He's an experienced lad. So, um, but no, he, uh, yeah, he'll be covering the game just, to, just for the day. Um, and he'll be putting together all the stuff on Monday's paper as well. And then I'm back in the office on Wednesday. David Verman will be at the game. Is he still going to that game? He's he, still even going. Though, He's helping out. <laughs> even though there's no reporter there. He'll, be do, he'll still be doing a fans video. Ah, that makes sense. There'll be, there'll be a fan... Just, he can just do a video on his own at the pitch he'll, afterwards. Well, he could do, mm-hmm. maybe, if he wanted to. Um, but no, there'll be, a, there'll be a fan video as per um, when we've got a, we've got a digital guy there. Um, but he's, he'll be helping out as well. So um, there you go. Let's talk about the game anyway, because even though yeah. you're not going to be there, these yeah, people I'll listening the want to know about it. Um, they're not having the best time of it at no. Salford, are they? 18th. 18th in the league, two wins from 11. Um, Gary and Phil will not be happy. I know, I know. Two wins from 11. They have got five draws in that as well, so they're not like they're losing every game. Mm. They've they lost four, but they're, yeah, they're not playing. Well, I say playing, it's hard for me to say that I don't watch them every week, but in terms of. They're not getting results. They're not getting results, exactly, yeah. They're, they're not getting what they need. And also, you look at the last two games, they've. Conceded four in the, both the last two games. Lost four 0 to Forest Green last week, mm. and I think it was four one to Crew the week before that. Yeah. So it's 
yeah, I mean, it's probably a, a good time to be playing them because something, again, that Daryl Clark has said, he says he thinks they'll be challenging top 10, even though they're not playing particularly well at the moment. Mm. And I, I probably do have to agree with them. They'll be, they'll be there or thereabouts. So it's probably a good time to play them. It could turn out that they've got their they've got something to prove and it turns out to be a terrible time to play them mm. especially when I'm not there and they're the in, keen effect isn't in the keen effect isn't going to be in, in full flow so we might as well knock a few uh, goals off the scoreboard already but no they're um, they're not playing particularly well they, but they've got a decent side they've they're obviously it's an interesting backstory they've been coming up the football league and everything mm. so uh, with an experienced manager as well so yeah they'll um, in Graham Alexander so yeah they'll be they'll be needing a win probably probably more than Warsaw or at least a result anyway probably more than Warsaw do but Warsaw will be desperate to continue this run and it's a great game to continue the run in as well and then they've got Chapman after that so they're, they're winnable games 100% mm, Can they make it another one on the bounce? I'm predicting a home win yeah Predicting a home even, win? Even without me there I'm predicting a home win so and yeah I do hope so because uh, I'll be watching from afar but give yeah me a, Give me a score prediction go on I'm going to go two 2-0 to Warsaw 2-0 2-0 take that yeah every, yeah. because I think at the back they're, they're strong and they're, they're not going to concede I don't think but or they can make it very difficult to but if they could just get that going forward that get that click into gear going forward and yeah I think I think they'll win it I think they'll they'll. I, I think the team that they'll put out will be Wes McDonald in there again 4-4-2 and yeah hopefully win with without me yeah, hopefully. Hopefully I'm that's sad. the case. I'm sad. I don't want to be missing it. But don't, don't be too upset, mate. Everyone's got to have a day off sometime. Yeah, well, these things happen. They do. It, it only took me three weeks. <laughs> well, just just enjoy the trip. That's the main thing. Enjoy the trip. I will. I will. Uh, right, that just about does us, unless you've got anything else to add, mate. No, I don't think so. No, just... Uh, this, this, actually, no, I'm going to be a little bit soppy here, if you don't mind me Oh, for go on, go on. Just a little uh, thanks to the fans, actually. Oh. Uh, I want to say the fans. I don't mean like the fans of me, as in the football fans. I'm not. Uh, I'm not celebrity yet. Yeah, but, not uh, not quite yet. Not 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 yet. Doesn't have a blue tick just yet. No, no, no. But no, they've been because um, I know what football fans can be like. I.e., I'm one of them, so I can. Mm. I know what all of us here in the office are, aren't we? So we we yeah. know what fans can be like in terms of being fickle and being need a lightning rod. Yeah, we all need a lightning rod. Yeah, so I. Yeah, they they've been great with me. Been really, 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 really pleased. I mean, um, everyone knows my first job into sports journalism professionally. So yeah, they've been they've been great for me. I've taken to it really well, and they've uh, yeah took me as one of their own. Despite being a Wolves fan, they seem to have. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I wasn't expected to walk in and get a torrent of abuse and and all this kind of rubbish. I wasn't expecting that, but I, I think was it's, half expecting it. <laughs> but it helps. I think that I've. If I can blow my own trumpet, I think I've done a good job so far. So mm. I think um, that obviously does help. But yeah, no, they've, they've been great with me. The Sadler Social lads are, have come through consistently two weeks in a row. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we can keep that up. And uh, yeah, just enjoying it, loving life at the Bankses, and long may it continue. Well, I mean, that's touching. <laughs> There's uh, a tear rolling down Luke's uh, cheek as we speak. Certainly is not. <laughs> um, but no, that just about does it then. Um, another two weeks, and then we'll be back in here. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, I have two more wins under the belt by then. Yeah, certainly. Let's hope so. Uh, right, so it's bye-bye then from me and bye-bye from Mr. Leon Keane. See you at the Sanders.